Hi, this is Matt Spiro. Thanks for listening to Le Bourgeois. Don't forget, we welcome your comments on social media using the hashtag Le Bourgeois or via our email leagueandpodcast at gmail.com. Enjoy this week's pod and we'll be back very soon. A bientôt. Killian's been involved in 40 goals this season. 27 strikes and uh, 13 assists. It, it, it's not bad, is it? And he was good. He was good again at the uh, at the weekend. PSG thrashing Dijon. Armel Tangi uh, was there to uh, to see the action for us. It's Kylian Mbappe with the ball in. Back out to Marquinhos and Stato by Pablo Sarabia. Mbappe might be in here around the goalkeeper. And Kylian Mbappe does make it two for Paris Saint-Germain. Flick through to Mbappe from Palades. He's turned and running at Equilimonga. Now Icardi. 3-0. Marquinhos was there. He'll come for Draxler. And Mbappe does get his second goal. What a player he is. He's won this second half, killing Mbappe. PSG scoring four goals then in a league gun contest for the fourth game running. Um, this time they didn't concede any. So all in all, uh, David, a good a good afternoon's work. Mbappe looks exceptionally sharp, as sharp as we've seen him in recent months. He needs to carry that through to the Dortmund second leg. I'm not sure what we really learnt from the game because Dijon are not a good side. Um, Kouassi played at centre-half, Marquinhos in midfield. But you, you can't really assess them based on that. We have to see what Thomas Tuchel does when they go to Lyon, which will be a much sterner test. And then we'll have to keep an eye on the injury news. We're hearing that Thiago Silva fancies being fit for the second leg. There's a question mark, would you pick him if he's not 100% fit anyway? Well, you would ahead of a 17-year-old, wouldn't you? Well, when we beat Barcelona, when Paris beat Barcelona, <laughs> sorry, excuse me, 4-0 before a... a, a well, he's we wearing a hoodie. About... You're always wearing a hoodie that says Parc des Princes, just to give you a bit. And we're about, what, 500 yards from the Parc des Princes? Well, but... yeah, maybe a kilometre. But, so, you know. but, but do bear with us, Marseille <laughs> An fans. Edinson Cavani balloon shot away from the Parc des Princes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, he almost got a couple out of the stadium, didn't he? Um, I spoke to Thomas Tuchel just before the game against Dijon. Did you shake his hand, though? Well, no, I checked him, absolutely. There's no shaking hands at all at the Paris Saint-Germain training ground. Between any staff, nobody... There problems was no, of, problems about, with team spirit? There or? was no mixed zone at the, at the Parc des Princes either. There were no kids walked out with the, with the players before the game. The players didn't shake hands before the match. All of this because of the coronavirus. Killian, just, which, uh, sorry, but Killian's yes. going to be in trouble because he was writing uh, um, a column in the, the Player Tribute, I think, this Player week. Player Tribune, yeah. Yeah, Tribune, and he was um, saying about how Mbondi... You know, we're taught to shake everybody's hands. So apparently he always, always shakes everyone's hands. But not at the moment. Not at the moment. But, uh, you know, that's it's being imposed by the club to make sure that uh, players don't get sick. And if they are injured, it only happens on the football pitch. I think there were, OK, so many talking points, perhaps from, from a Paris Saint-Germain point of view. The injuries, first of all, between with Thiago Silva and Angel Di Maria. Di Maria felt something in his thigh and immediately sort of tried to stretch it out and then thought, OK, I, I, I should go off. And that I think he could have probably played on. He played for another four or five minutes before the substitution was ready, before Draxler came on to replace him. And, I'm, and I wonder if it's just this, this overall feeling around the club that, look, don't take any chances with anything. We need to have as many people ready and, and to go. And there's this just in the back of the mind that everyone is always thinking about Dortmund. It's not an easy way 
to to be running a football club with everyone thinking, oh, I've just have I just no, hurt not. myself? Got, I've got to come off. I've and I tell you off. what, you go to Leon uh, on Wednesday if PSG are not. 100% focus on that game they'll get beaten won't they if, if they're Absolutely. thinking Strasbourg on, guys, next weekend as well Strasbourg next weekend and we all remember Strasbourg the last couple of seasons have been have deliberately tried to to get up Paris Saint-Germain and, and when I when I used to play challenge. um when I used to play rugby my, good game for Neymar to come back in my exactly coach, yeah. Mr Talbot he always said the, the best way to get injured is by being scared and being getting worried about getting injured you got to be 100% and he's right I got a bloody nose on that um on that game against St Albans Sorry, Dave, go. Uh, yeah, Neymar <laughs> was suspended at the weekend. It sounds like Di Maria might even be fit for midweek yeah, against Leon, from okay. what Thomas Tuchel was saying post-match. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling for things to say, and I think the, the French media are too. I'm not going to say that Cavani can't finish because he missed two well, open I, goals. I, I, can I just, no, that is significant. He's, Icardi came on and scored showed, a great goal with his showed, first touch. Yeah, he sort of showed the worst of Cavani. He, his movement is always brilliant. He mm-hmm. missed two absolute sitters. Well, one absolute sitter and one slightly harder, perhaps. But um, yeah, and then we saw the opposite, if you like. Icardi came on, scored with his first touch. And yeah. I was telling Robbie last week that Cavani's going to start ahead of Icardi against Dortmund. And uh, I see that and think, mm, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but well, an- another interesting selection point is Marquinhos in midfield with Kwasi. And we talk about this this 17-year-old, which was Presnel Kimpembe, by the way, who was... 18 and played his first ever Champions League match against Barcelona in that that 4-0 victory. But Kwasi playing at the back, he's very impressive, Tongi Kwasi, really. He's a a France under-17 international. He's already scored three goals for the first team as well, which shows you that he he can accept responsibility and also make a difference. Marquinhos playing in midfield, I think, is very important because there's no Marco Verratti and... They're all the questions saying, well, Thiago Silva's out. Clearly, Marquinhos will drop back into midfield. And Thomas Tuchel has said, Marquinhos is such an impressive player. When he plays at the back, he helps his other defenders in the midfield. When he plays in midfield, he's good for the forwards and the defenders. And he can really make a, a, have a huge influence on the game. And I think, honestly, he really does like Marquinhos in midfield. Does he really like Marquinhos in midfield? Or is it that he doesn't really have any options because for some reason he's... Reluctant to play Paredes, and Paredes would be the obvious, you know, the guy that is an Argentine international. PSG spent forty-five million on him, um, but to I'd, replace I'd, I'd, Idrissa Gay, no, 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 you play Paredes and Gay, him. no, because yeah. Verratti is suspended, and I mean, the only other option is Herrera, who's injured, isn't he? Now? Herrera's yeah. out for so, for two months now as well. Yeah. So there's, so I don't think there's any options. But are you looking for? It depends how you're going to play again. If you're if you're going to play with just two your holding player, men, if you're picking your best players, you play you play Paredes, who is a central midfielder and has proven it for many years, alongside Idris again. You play Marquinhos in defence, but I think there is a. Problem. You don't play three centre halves this time. I think that's the no. number one point. No, at think, home. No, I think there is a problem with. But you know, we're we're falling a little bit into the trap that I think the French media fall into. And Robbie, you're saying. You know, PSG are maybe thinking too much about Dortmund and not not the matters at hand. But the media, you know, are obsessed. And and Lequipe, you know, I read Lequipe on Sunday, and it was all you know a good test for Paris Saint Germain. Yeah, and yeah. and the double page spread. It had the Dortmund report on the right. It had, you know, the, there was no match report. Is that not it, understandable? It, though it they're thirteen all... points clear with eleven games to play. But they've got a cup semi final on Wednesday, and then a cup. I think you have to talk. There. Surely you have to talk about the game that's just happened. And not about, you know, the, the match report went in on Tongi Kwasi and, and Marquinhos and how did they look? Will it be okay against Dortmund like this? I, I, I don't know. I think it's an obsession that the French have 
And perhaps it is understandable because PSG are, are walking towards the league title again. But um, but I don't think it's healthy. I think I don't think it's healthy. I agree with you 100, percent Matt. That it that it's not healthy and it doesn't help Paris Saint Germain prepare for a big Champions League game as well. With it, let's face it, the Champions League tie against Dortmund since mid December when the draw was held, mid late December, it is the match for Paris Saint Germain. And what has happened between the draw for the Dortmund game and these two Dortmund matches? has all been for, for in the spirit of the people in France and the media and, and probably a little bit the Paris Saint-Germain fans as let's well. And obviously this has to seep into the, the squad at some level. Let's it's all up, about Dortmund. Let's pick up on the team spirit thing again, though, because uh, there's been highly publicised team get-togethers in recent weeks. And we've mentioned the parties. We should mention they went out for a lunch at a restaurant that Marco Verratti owns. And that it looked like a good few of the players got together, as I said they would, for Juan Bernat's birthday yesterday. Yes. Great that the left yep. back wasn't wasn't forgotten and, and had a party. And a lovely, well, that was it. actually I recognised it. Very that was key. the the PSG canteen at the training ground. That that would be well, my number one pick he, for a birthday hire, venue. Did he as hire well. it out? Or? We should be there today. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, he was he was having his lunch and the the they the players brought him a, a special cake in an interesting form and a cake that Neymar had prepared. Is that true or? Is, I think it was definitely he, on his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. He he supplied him with the the cake on the table. And it was at any a rate. kind of funny shape. This cake. Been, it was kind of a bit like the Eiffel Tower, but not quite. Well, I, I think, think it's best that people it. make their own minds up. <laughs> yeah, have 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 a look, have a look at the. Uh, oh, yeah. good to see a bit of banter. We will move on. But interestingly, just yeah, on banter, on. then just on yeah. banter, and the all those videos that caused such a stir last week, ten days ago, when when the the triple party was held and, and the videos were being posted at four or five o'clock in the morning. There's one where you see Kaylor Navas, who's won the Champions League three times, saying, this is where we win the Champions League tonight. And that's... Uh, is that good, is it? Well, it's about that spirit and about saying. And people were saying, a, f- a few months ago, people were saying that there are certain elements in the Paris Saint-Germain camp don't talk to each other, that there are problems between oh. Neymar and, and Cavani, this and that. You see them all dancing together, all hugging, all yeah, but all Robbie, even I, I, team spirit I say stuff is like very that important, at four Matt. in the morning when well, I've got we have, top Well, we have a, the odd run-in, Matt, you and I as well. But I think uh, there's there's professional respect as well. Maybe we should go out for, for a drink. Yeah, a little bullshit. Yeah, kid, yeah, They're going to win the best podcast <laughs> award. Um, just want to make a more serious point about Tongi Kwasi, and then we will move on. I Because we talk about this obsession with, uh, with Dortmund. And the one argument, apart from the fact he's a very good young kid, the one argument I would, I would have for him would be that perhaps, you know, he hasn't had the trauma of recent years. And he's an insouciant kid who might just see Haaland as, you know, his peer that he's just going to have a nice, nice game of football against. Whereas Thiago Silva might be thinking, my goodness, if I get given the runaround here by Haaland, this could be the end of my career. And he'll be thinking about what happened last year and the year before. Well, they're, they're, the, they're the decisions that Thomas Tuchel has to make, aren't they? They're the, that's what he's well, that's might what encourage Kouassi to sign a long-term contract. The PSG need to tie him down for the future because they've they lost do. too many good young players in recent years, including a lad who plays centre-half for Dortmund, Zagadou. 